Welcome to a well-built podcast from Biltwell Bank. I'm Don Griffin, Biltwell's Executive for Human Resources, and it's my pleasure to serve today as your host. It's our goal to be the local economic engine that drives growth in the communities we serve. With this podcast, we'd like for you to gain knowledge about current events in banking, to answer some of your most common financial questions, and we'd like to simply connect with our communities in a meaningful way. If you miss an episode, you can access all of our prior episodes from our archive library available on our website, builtwell.bank, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. I'm Don Griffin, and I'm typically the host of the Well Built Podcast. Today, I'd like to take an opportunity to have a conversation with you, our listeners, about how to have a direct conversation with an employee or really with anyone with whom you work or maybe even in a personal situation. I'm the Director of Human Resources for Biltwell Bank, and it's great to have the opportunity to talk with you today. So when you get ready to have a conversation with someone about a change that you need them to make, one of the things you ought to be thinking about is what do I need and what's happening because of this behavior that doesn't fit or isn't right or you simply need to change, whether you're a manager with an employee or working with a supplier or a vendor. And we have a tendency, I think, as humans to tolerate behavior, to look the other way. Um, you know, we're based in the Southeast and there's a tendency for us to want to be nice and polite and work well with other people. But it's not a problem to ask for what you need. It's actually a respectful thing. It's a positive thing to ask someone for what you need. So how do I ask for a change in behavior? How do I do that in a simple and respectful way? Well, as I've already said, the first thing you want to do is decide what you need, and then you want to tell the person what you see. What have you observed? What is the behavior? With an employee, it could be, you know, Mary, when you are late, or Bill, when you are absent, or Bill, when you turn your report in late. It's, it's literally something you see happen. It's something you observed. It's not something you made up. It's something that you know. After that, there's an impact of that behavior. And this is where the longer we tolerate, the longer we put up with, the, the longer we wait to have a conversation with someone, the bigger that thing becomes. And why I would encourage each of us to take the opportunity to be direct and have that conversation by doing that in a way that explains the impact or the results of that behavior, it should be helpful to the person with whom you're having the conversation. So we start out when you are late, it causes this, or when you are late, this happens, or when you are late, it affects the team in this way. So you've talked about what happens, and then you're talking about the impact of that behavior on you or others on the team. Or possibly it's affecting customers or other parts of the company. The next thing that you want to do is make a request. 
What do you need? What is it that needs to change with this behavior? And the way that statement goes is, my request is this, or what I need is this, or even what I need from you is this, or my request is that you change this to this. It's that straightforward. So to review, we've covered what happened, what did we observe, then we've covered what is the impact of that behavior, and then the third step in this process is let's talk about the impact of that behavior, or rather uh, the, the thing that needs to change and what the request is. And then finally, we want to get a commitment from that person. We want to take the opportunity to say, my request is this, do I have your commitment? Because the burden of change, the need for difference in behavior isn't mine. I'm asking for a change in behavior, a change in the way a person operates. That burden remains with them. And so getting that commitment from them literally transfers that burden of performance to them. So let me go through a demonstration of how this would go. Let's say that we have an employee, Bill, and Bill is typically every two or three weeks, he's late with his weekly sales report that I need to complete my information that goes on into other parts of the company. And so when Bill's report is late, that makes me have to rush or be late with what I have that goes on to make that process complete in the company. So what I want to do is sit down with Bill and have a conversation with him. And I start that by saying, Bill, when your report is late to me, now remember, that's what I see. That's the behavior. That's what has happened. There's no discussion of why I think it's late. I don't have to sit there and think, well, Bill's wasting his time doing this or Bill is not concerned about doing this. All I know is that what I need to do my job is that I need that report on time. And so I'm simply sharing with Bill what I've observed and telling him, Bill, when your report is late, and then we move into what happens. It causes me to miss other deadlines for which I need the data in your report. And what I'm doing there, I'm talking about the impact of when Bill's report is late. So it's as simple as saying, Bill, when your report is late, it causes me to miss other deadlines for which I need the data in your report. So we're still talking about facts. We're not talking about emotions. We're not talking about things that I make up in my head about why the report is late or why Bill keeps missing the deadline. All I know is I need that report, and when that report is late, it causes me to miss my deadlines. So now the third step, I need to ask and make a request for what I need. And my request to Bill is this. Bill, I need your report by the end of day each Thursday. So, Bill, when your report is late, it causes me to miss deadlines to get that report data into my reports for the company, what I need is for your report to me to be to me by the end of the day each Thursday. 
And finally, we sandwich this up with a request for a commitment from Bill. Bill, do I have your commitment that you will provide your report to me by the end of the day each Thursday? And at this point, we've completed that four-step process of using a direct, repro- a direct approach to ask Bill for what we need. We've told Bill, hey, when your report is late, it causes me to be late. What I need is your report by the end of day each Thursday. Bill, do I have your commitment that you'll get that to me by the end of day each Thursday? By getting that commitment from Bill, the weight of the performance is moved to Bill from me. And all that's left for me to do is to follow up to ensure that the behavior changes and remains consistent. This approach, especially in a situation with an employee, tends to reduce the emotion in the dialogue. It keeps things focused on the need of the business. What do I need to do my job? What do I need to take care of my customers? What do I need from you to make sure that we meet our deadlines, to make sure that we meet our service level agreements and all of the key performance indicators that go into the work that we're doing? So I would tell you today that using the direct approach is a gift. It's a gift that you can give to those with whom you work as well as others in your life. And I encourage you to give it a try and watch your results improve. It's been my pleasure to talk with you today. And to all of our listeners, thanks for sharing a few minutes of your day with us. Stay tuned for our next episode, and you can follow a well-built podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts.